You're now listening to the Talented Temp Podcast. This is another episode in my friend series, uh, sitting down with me as I have a glass of wine. <clears throat> this is my cousin, Willie Hansberg. Say what's up, man. What's going on, everybody? So, we've just been talking and I decided to sit down. <clears throat> we often have philosophical, political conversations. It's pretty interesting, at least to me. Going back when we were younger, I didn't, I didn't think I'd be having these conversations. Having these conversations with me, or having these conversations in general? <laughs> no, I was gonna have the conversations. I just didn't know if I was gonna have them with you. But, uh, but we do, and I and I enjoy them. But speaking of back then, what was it? <laughs> what was it like growing up around me when I did come and see my mama? Man, you already know where I'm gonna take. That. Hey, hey, tell the truth. Hey, tell the truth, Shane the Devil. Man, I thought you were the biggest asshole, and you know mm-hmm. we didn't we we didn't really. I, I wouldn't say we were the best of friends as kids. No. But it, to your point, you know, I agree with you. I didn't think we would be where we are today as far as, you know, the friendship that we have. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I highly respect you now. I understand where you be coming from most of the time. Um, yeah, I mean, and, let's but, <laughs> but, you know, when, we, when you were kids, man, it was, you know, <laughs> we used to go at it, man. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I mean, those were my most assholeish days. I mean, just be honest with you. I mean, but we were around older cousins all the time. I was the youngest of all of hold, us. Hold on, hold on before you Is that not true? Do what? Was I not the youngest of all of us? You were the youngest, but hold on, let's rewind. You're still and an we ass- have a ton hold on, hold on. of cousins. You're still an asshole. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> some, some stuff don't change. But, oh, uh, but no, nah, it, nah, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Though, growing, up, growing up in the country you know what i'm saying and um you know we saw a lot we did a lot and you know um one thing that hadn't changed for the both of us is you know we still really value family and friendships and stuff like that but but yeah it's it's we've come a long way we have we have come a long way um because if anybody thinks i live in the country like Oh my God. Arkansas City, Arkansas is it's yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's 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 different, man. Uh we had what, a four way stop, a liquor store, uh post office, and Miller's grocery. Yeah. Miller's, about, the lunchbox? Did you say the lunch? No, I left out the lunchbox because that that was hit or miss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, growing up, it it was crazy. I I talk quite often and open about, um, me and my brother and my, my parents relationship and stuff. And so my mom, uh, lived in Arkansas city. So I come and see her and, and I see my cousin, uh, Pooh is what they called him back then. Yeah. Don't don't tell me if you remember. It's only like a handful yeah, of people well, that, 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 that still call me that. I, I don't call <laughs> you that. Now I'm too grown for that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you didn't, you didn't got more cultured, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, that was your nickname. That wasn't even your nickname. That was your name. But but you know what, man? The thing that I miss about about those times, man. You know when when your grand when your grandmother, my great aunt, when she was living, and her and her brother Uncle Doc, when we used to <laughs> have that that family reunion every Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Had family come from all across the country, man, and we would we would grill out, pop fireworks, and and of course me and you would get into it. <laughs> good well, times, man. Good times. Well, you try to play me, and I, <laughs> I, I just it's not happening. Yeah. But you know, you were a nice guy. Still am. I don't know why you have that as past tense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just acknowledging that. It wasn't. It wasn't personal. Well, it was personal. You made it personal, but I, you know, I still, I never did anything to deserve any of it. So, <laughs> of course, you would say that. Uh, oh man, I don't actually believe that. But no, you got to test people, even your family. Come on now, you can't walk around here you, getting tried. You, I mean, come on. You know what? I laugh about that now because uh, I'm. I'm sure and I know how to handle it but it's a lot of times when we have conversations and you know we go back and forth and after the conversation I'm like man this dude is just testing me <laughs> I could be wrong but most of the time I'm like some of this stuff I don't think he really believes I think he just oh I'll play devil's advocate all for the sure. time all the time I'll play devil's advocate for sure like for real I mean but that that's just about mental agility and 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 uh, also making sure the people you care about ain't ain't becoming one of these swamp people we see all around America right now who just, you know, only look at one way of thinking and only one way of, of looking at things and not thinking about the actual impact of certain decisions and the interconnectedness of life. And, and so, yeah, I'll push you. Sometimes I don't, it's not even my position, but and, and do I, that. Yeah, nah, and you know what? Now that I'm I'm a little bit more mature, that's one thing that I really appreciate and and uh, respect about you is that you're gonna give it to me unfiltered and play devil's advocate because because you know uh, there was a situation uh, that I could recall a couple months ago when I was dealing with some stuff work related and uh, I, I randomly hit you up. I was like, hey, I need to talk to you. I was like, you free for lunch? And you're like, yeah, what time? I ended up picking you up, man, and we and we had a real uh, unfiltered conversation, and, and, and you broke it down to me in a perspective that I really needed to hear it. That honestly, if I hadn't talked to you, I probably it probably would have been career suicide. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Well, I, that's uh, you. I will say one of the good things uh, you moderate yourself in a way that I don't which I learned from, you know, because I'm, <clears throat> I like to think I'm open-minded, and I, I really do, I, I believe that, but <clears throat> when I make a decision on a topic, it's full force. It's, you know, I can entertain a lot of different viewpoints, but when a decision has to be made or actions have to be taken, then once that decision is made, it's time to accept it and move on. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and bring some intensity with whatever that choice is or action or, or temper, whatever that is, if that's the choice. Uh, so you keep, you do keep me, because you got to moderate your energy. 
One thing I don't, I didn't realize, it's funny, we're watching The Last Dance, and the only thing that I think, not the only thing, one of the main things that I think Michael, set Michael Jordan apart isn't just the work ethic, the 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 technical skills, the the attention to detail, the the raw talent, the competitive drive. It's the the ability to sustain that intensity for such a long period of time. That's you know, and, and this isn't supposed to be a LeBron Jordan conversation, but I think that's something that we got to properly give LeBron respect for too because he did it for a stretch of almost 10 years over 10 years and you know Michael did it like no other in stretches of three years 18 months three years and he talks about the the strain it puts on you and so if I were to say to you, that's a long-winded way of saying if I were to say to you one thing I've, I learned is kind of sometimes how to um, temper the intensity because even if you can handle it, you may wear other people down that you have to have a long-term relationship with. Yeah. So, because I mean, mine is like entertain, entertain, and then <laughs> hammer. Yes. <laughs> You know what do they say? Yeah. Measure, measure ten times and uh, yeah, it's better, it's better to measure measure ten times and cut once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old African proverb. Yeah, I think. yeah. See, that's me. Yeah. Instead, instead of sawing, we're hammering. Once I once I <laughs> once I line that nail up, <laughs> I'm trying to drive that thing. To the, I'm trying to drive it through with as few strokes as possible. Wow. I'm not out here trying to uh, to love tap the nail into the daggum. It's not happening. I want it. I want it done. Nah, but 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 you got but you have to be that way. And I think it's I think it's a it's it's a healthy balance. And you know I'm trying to get more like more like you to where I make you know more decisive decisions, and then you know cut out entertaining everything else and let's just move forward you know what yeah I'm saying? let's stay let's stay efficient mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because you know it's, it's a waste of time entertaining stuff a lot of times in any regard yeah yeah and so but you know when it comes to that open-minded open-mindedness that you were talking about earlier that's one thing you know in, in politics and stuff like that i try to be a little bit more open-minded and listen to other people's perspective but man, some of these people nowadays, man, they're just so far gone and they're just they're not thinking for themselves and, and, and they're just, you know, with these repeating headlines and stuff like that. And I'm like, come on, people, we gotta we gotta do better. Yeah. So that's the one thing that I'm trying to in twenty twenty stop entertaining as much as I'm like, like, hey, let's have a productive conversation. Let's 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 talk about our differences. But if you're not bringing your own authentic views to the conversation, then let's cut this short. Yeah, I mean, one one thing about me is I'm totally at peace with how there's a lot of people out there who don't think. And I, as I get older, one of the things that I've 
that has helped me continue to adapt and uh, to the environments that I find myself in as I get older and, and try and do more is the proper level of credit you should give people that you don't 100% know. A lot of people will give the wrong people too much credit. Absolutely. I agree with that. And they will also give the wrong people not enough credit. And the more you can, I know people say you want to under promise and over deliver, but I think the fastest track to success in the best way that you can even ensure it is being as accurate as possible. Not necessarily over promising, not necessarily under deliver under delivering, and the inverse of that, over delivering, under promising. It says a lot about what you know about yourself when you can accurately predict what you bring to the table and, and what you can and what you can deliver for someone else. Absolutely. And and by you being as accurate as possible, that obviously builds your credibility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and credibility is everything in, in regards to success and, and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean that's I could be wrong. That's just my perspective on it. I don't know. I mean, but that's what I think. No, I, I think I think, man, when it comes to success, I think relationships all of that stuff plays a huge part in success, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where credibility comes in. You can't have a, a successful relationship with someone if if you're not credible and you don't have integrity and things like that, you know, um, the key essentials. And so, <clears throat> and so, um, you know. If I ask you, I'm going to ask you this question. What What is that, what is something that, people who may be listening not know about me that you know about (laughs) man that's 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 a hard one what's something that hmm, when i think about that way but i will say this the one thing that i know about you for sure which i'm sure people who know you know this that i put not everybody else not everybody else but the people who really know you is that you're one of the most genuine people that I know. And what I mean by that is, you know, you're going to tell people what they need to hear versus what they want to hear. You know what I'm saying? You're going to give it, you're going to break it. You're going to give them obviously a unique perspective and you're going to break it down to where, you know, they get the picture Yeah. so it can benefit them. You know what I'm saying? And you don't care. And, and that's the thing that I respect the most is because you, at the end of the day, you don't care about somebody's feelings. You care about what's best for them. Right. And so that's the thing that I appreciate the most. And that's obviously why obviously I, I think our relationship has grown so much since we've become adults because as a kid, I didn't see stuff like that. And as an adult, obviously, I, I'm, I'm a little bit more mature and I see things a little bit clearer. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is coming from a genuine place. And he's obviously has my best interest at heart. And that's why he's giving it to me unfiltered. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, every time I hear that, I, it's I don't know how to react. 
because I know that is my goal, right? Because um, it's a hard price to pay to have that philosophy. You're going to be misunderstood and, and your intentions are going to be called into question and your, your character. Um, so even those little times, even though I don't necessarily need it to hear it, um, I appreciate that. It's, um, it's interesting that you brought that up because you also know my, you don't know my dad as much, but you know my mom and I often talk about my, my dad by default because we, we relate to each other so closely and but my mom is <laughs> my mom is that way. Like she's gonna give it she's gonna give it to you straight. And um You you can't do nothing but respect that though, man. You can't. Like, yeah. No, and that's where I learned and she would be willing, I mean she'd have situations where people, you know, may not have taken what she said well and she could always sleep at night if she knew she was doing what she thought was best for you. It ain't going to hurt you, but she may not deliver it to you in a way that you want want it to be delivered. And, and I learned that way more from her than I did my dad. I learned a lot of qualities from him, but from, from her. And, you know, I probably act a lot like my dad, but if there was probably one quality that people who know me would identify like you just did, that quality comes from her. And it's probably the most pronounced and prominent quality that I have. Uh, and, and that's a, that's a very important quality too in any, any successful relationship, because you know, as I got older and I started weeding people out of my life and stuff like that, uh, I made the conscious decision that I only wanted to be surrounded by people who were going to give it to me uncut and unfiltered. You know what I'm saying? And, and, um, that's just how it is. Like for me, um, um, I don't want to be surrounded by do boys. People are like, I, I, the worst thing you I can, haven't heard that phrase yeah, in so yeah. long. Like, <laughs> but, but seriously, you know, the worst thing you can ever tell somebody is, man, I saw that coming. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if, if you have my best interest at heart, why didn't you avoid the collision from happening? You would rather hear, I told you so, than I saw that coming. I didn't say that. Well, I'm just saying, you know, if you saw it coming and they ain't tell you. Then you're going to be like, well, why didn't you say something? I don't really like hearing I told you so, but at <laughs> least you did tell me. that. Let's just say you told me and let's keep it moving. You ain't got to say I told you so yeah. or that, or that extra stuff. I was trying to use an analogy. You fucked it up. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The listeners got it. Yeah. They got an elevated audience. But. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 yeah. Nah, man, you know. You gotta so who are you? Me? I mean, I can. You, how about how about this? You you tell the people for the people who don't know me. I'm sure a lot of your listeners don't know me, but tell them who I am. Man, you have always been to to me, and, and 
I have not seen a drastic shift in uh in who you are since you were little. And that's not that is not at all a bad thing. It's kind of a it kind of speaks to the level of maturity that I know that you've had to exhibit from a very long time. And so you grew up fast and you grew up right. So you didn't have to change as much. Uh, so that's a, that's a, that is a very, very good quality to have. Um, you know, you work hard, that's for sure. You know, you don't, you don't expect anyone to give you anything. And, um, as far as outlook, I think you, you always have positive intent. I've never, I've never seen you, uh, speak or, or, or mean ill towards anybody. I mean, over 30 years and, uh, you kind of, you probably err on the side of a I know where you're going. You may be, you know, you're more optimistic, (laughs) borderline, you know, positively naive (laughs) at times. But but you mean well. But that you know that is that is one one element that. uh, yeah, you call me That's out just on from you, a, you, yeah, it's you, from you, my perspective. You, though, you, hey, I, to say? I appreciate the kind words, but you do call me out on 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 the ladder all the time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and 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 it's tough. It's tough because I don't want to ruin um the the qualities that make you you, and and you wouldn't let me ruin it. But you know, sometimes I I I be getting frustrated. I have to start <laughs> using visuals like this is this and this is but you want you want to see the positive in, in a lot you you're you're we're not the same in 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 approach or personality but I think our values are similar yeah I I would agree with that I agree with that that was pretty eloquent you should write that down <laughs> transcribe that but no I mean we're family. I mean, you know, just try and grow. I mean, we were talking about family earlier, just some personal family conversations, but our outlook is normally pretty similar. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that too. Man, you know, um, one thing about me too is, you know, when you mentioned that growing up fast part, um, you know, I always try to pride myself on being very consistent and level-headed. And I feel like that that level-headedness and that consistency has really helped me a lot professionally. You know, um, of course, work ethic, work ethic and everything else plays a huge part in that. But, but, you know, one thing that I get complimented on at work all the time when we're running into a lot of these tough situations that you know my level headedness and my calmness um it's contagious and that brings everybody else down so we can make sound decisions versus emotional decisions and so you know that that having that that those checks and balances in, in any kind of relationship i think is helpful too you know and so yeah i mean i agree i agree with you um I wasn't level-headed like that. 
Like, I, I just wasn't. That's just, those are the facts. So I had to grow into that. Uh, and, and that's, I, I documented that on the first two episodes. You know, I sometimes, especially when I'm talking to you, I think about the person that you first knew, but I forget how young that was. And I talk about what I, how I was at 15, and that was eight or so, eight or nine years after we were around each other consistently where I felt like a, a grown-up ahead of my time at 15. <laughs> and, and But I felt so behind at eight. Like, it's a crazy, that, that period of time is such a, I have not made bigger jumps in maturity from that time frame since. But you know what? It's funny you say that, though. That was when I felt like when we were 15, that was when our relationship really started to to grow because we played on the same AU team. And then obviously we kept up throughout high school. I know I don't even want to take it there. I had 30. Y'all beat us. But (laughs) but but, uh, no, I had 28 for real. But um, that was when our relationship really started to grow. Geese ass. Real shit. I had 28. Yeah, I mean, y'all gave Jordan credit for scoring, what, 64 or 54 against the Celtics and lost? So, hey, I need my credit. All right. We'll edit that out. <laughs> it's not the fake, fake news. This is fake news. <laughs> but but seriously, all Gina. jokes. <laughs> but all jokes aside, that was when I felt You're like. You're right. That was a joke. That, 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 <laughs> that, that was when, when we started, obviously, um, I felt like we started having a, a real relationship. We started playing on the same AU team. Everyone. And then through high school, we started obviously keeping in touch a little bit more. And then obviously as we got to college, even though I was going to school in Oklahoma and you were here at Arkansas, we still kept in touch, and I was coming here, uh, living in Northwest Arkansas over the summers and stuff, and we would hang out occasionally, yeah. and and stuff like that. And then, obviously, as we became professionals, you know, we kind of got in a cadence of where we would um, talk a little bit more, and then we obviously started having lunch all the time, and and now we hang out pretty often. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but yeah, that was. But you know, when you when you're speaking about that that level of maturity and that growth as your as your growing into who you are. I feel like I grew up fast and I would echo some of the same stuff that you said, but I really, for me, figured out who I was when I hit age 25. Like that was when I hit the age of when I was comfortable in my own skin. I knew exactly what I wanted in life and I figured out what I needed to do to start getting what I wanted in life. What, what happened there? Like what was the change there? I, I, I don't know. Like I just woke up one day and I and I just felt like I, I just knew what I wanted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if that was after experiencing a lot of stuff that I that I knew I didn't want, but but that was when I the stars started to, to align. Yeah. Like that was and when I and when I got comfortable in my own skin and figured out what I wanted in life, that simplified a lot for me because, you know, stuff started to align professionally, personally, um, and then, you know, I've been very blessed and fortunate ever since. Yeah. 
So, well, see, that's and and I tell you this, we're just doing it for the for the people. A lot of what the negative perceptions of how I was came from. I became comfortable with who I am early. Before that, it sucked. Because I was the wiry, skinny, smart kid who, you know, it just wasn't what everybody else was. I was different. But that moment of self-confidence, I would, I mean... I can't really tell you when that was for me, but that moment where you like you go inside deep, and like you said, a lot some people go. It's different timelines, but when you go inside deep, and you have a, and you exhibit that self confidence that you haven't exhibited before, and when you were timid and not self confident prior to and all of the things that that brought upon you when you get that first taste of really believing in yourself after you have it probably to a an extreme degree an extreme level of insecurity and timidity i wasn't turning back like I was just like, hey, for real, same. <laughs> hey man, you gonna have to take it. Same. You either you either like it or you don't, baby. It's yep. nothing I'm gonna do about it because yeah. this right here, this juice right here, <laughs> this this swagger right here, this level of confidence right here, not foolishness, yeah. not foolish confidence, but truly knowing yourself and knowing what you bring to the table and what you're capable of. Once you feel that, you feel unstoppable, man. Man, I ain't turned back. <laughs> You know me. Yeah. I'm walking around. I don't care. I'm going to be respectful to norms to a certain degree unless they're ridiculous. And, and I'm not going to, I don't intentionally rock the boat just to rock the boat. But if you want to go, I mean, I, you know, I just, I just come in like, I don't know. I don't know if you can speak to that. But yeah. No, nah, no, nah, man. When you know what you, man, when you know what you bring to the table, you feel unstoppable. And, you know, once you have that self-confidence, like you said, you know, the sky's the limit, I feel like. And that's your approach in, in any regard. Oh, my fault. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, man, so. So, yeah. What happened in and, and when I turned 25? Yeah. Man. Nothing in particular happened, man. I, I just got out of, I just, I think I just got out of my last serious relationship. And um, I just got like a little promotion within Walmart. And. Um, Had to refill my wine. <laughs> feel like LeBron over there. I just, <laughs> I just got out of my last serious relationship, man. I just got like a, one of my first real promotions within Walmart. And, um, you know, I started back going to church and stuff like that. And, and then I was just starting to see the world through a different lens. And, and then, um, I just, I don't know, man. Like I just, it, I just woke up one day and I felt like I had it all figured out. Obviously <laughs> I don't cause it, it, I mean, life is ever changing, but, but I, I have that confidence and stuff to, I have a foundational confidence that I can get through anything now. 
and a lot of adversity that I face now is are just speed bumps. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and I don't want to. Here's the thing. Do I think I'm a supremely confident individual? Yes. Do I apologize for it? Never. Never. But there are certain situations that do. I still need. Um, that I still go into with anxiety. I'm a highly anxious person. I don't like unfamiliar situations. But but that's a but but having that anxiety is a good thing, man. When you get that gut feeling, I'm sure when you played basketball back in high school, when you got that gut, when you when you got that gut feeling, you knew it was about to be a good night. Or at least I did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it's, what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is, I'm not trying to sit up here and act like I'm Superman. I, I, I there are plenty of things that I'm uh, nervous about and. And, and as I've said before, you know, I work on doing things that I know that I'm not already good at, you know, good at. Because thank the Lord, I'm good at a couple things, right? Everybody isn't so fortunate. And but, so um, I do got to work on it. But, yeah, I mean. But, 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 that's, but that's why you're successful, though, because, you know, you have that self-awareness to know the things that you need to work on. And that preparation is what leads to that confidence. Well, I mean, you got that too, though. Yeah, I mean, that, I, yeah. That, that's something that I didn't point out, but that self awareness now. And and, sure. and 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 that I get a lot of that too. Like you know, like I try to, I do. I'm pretty honest with myself. Like you know, I do self audits and and tell myself like, okay, like you know, you really need to work on this. But also, I take in the, the third feet. time you said audit since you came to my <laughs> but but I also take in the feedback that I get from you know obviously my closest peers and, and people that I really respect um so I can so I can obviously you know make the necessary adjustments to get through life um was the last some time somebody asked you uh, why aren't you married why aren't you married oh snap man I get I actually had a girl from college ask me that like two days ago is she married? Nah. There you go. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I hope she don't hit her spy cast. But no, no. no. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, what? Because well, we're the same. You're, you're just, man. you know, a couple weeks older than me. But uh, she, it just, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? Too, I was talking to a to talk to a girl a couple weeks ago, and we were talking, and she's not from Arkansas. She's just here um, in graduate school. And she was like, I don't know what what's wrong with you Southern people. Like, y'all think you should be married having babies by 22. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, I wasn't raised that way. I get asked all the time by family and stuff like that while I'm not married. But Yeah, I mean, but, we were raised that way. We just didn't do it. <laughs> of course we were raised that way. Don't, 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 don't lie to the people. That's what I tell anybody who, if you're going to sit down with me, you can't lie to the people. That is definitely the mentality. And that's okay. It, it's it's okay. It's okay. I, I don't just don't rush your life. If you find the, the love of your life, then you, you lock it the, up. Yeah, absolutely. That shit, you know, it's rare. A absolutely. For but, the record, for the record, though, I'm not lying to the people. Like my parents never pressured me to be like, "Hey, but you like don't I have to express pressure." I'm talking about the culture we were involved. Oh in. yeah, absolutely the culture. But you know, I to I that's outside noise. 
I know, but people got 20-year wedding anniversaries <laughs> before they're 50. Yeah, and I won't be one of them. Yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm they, t- Before they're 40. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not for that. Like, I'm all about 39 years old, and, and they got married on her birthday. She's 39 years old. They're, they're celebrating her 39th birthday <laughs> and her 20th <laughs> wedding anniversary. Uh, nah, why? <laughs> Now, why you not married? Why you think you ain't married yet? You didn't even elaborate enough for you to flip no, on me be- yet. I mean, I'll answer. Yeah, go ahead and answer. Um, because I'm not. I haven't met anybody, and I I have met. Um, not even just met. Let me. We're trying to filter my words. <laughs> I have had. Don't, don't don't be doubling down, acting like acting like the president, because <laughs> you because no. you because you worry one of the girls you didn't recently talk to didn't hurt uh, are hear, is hearing this. Oh no no no, oh, there's only one I'm I'm seriously uh, dealing with right now. Um, and that's been over time. That's been over a long period of time. So if you've been maintaining a. Uh, more than cordial relationship, a relationship that you genuinely enjoy any time that it's fired up and engaged, and and that's continuing while other people are doing what they have to do to 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 reach the goals that they have in their life, and you're giving them breathing room to be able to do that. Um, it may not come back around, but if it does, I, I think it'll be think it'd be beautiful right because you you you've both sacrificed for each other's individual goals and you know that you that somebody is willing to not smother not not you know not just some people just they think all they have to do is deal with it no that deal with it energy is is poison Uh, yeah that leads to yeah yeah, someone who's like really trying to like encourage you and not Hold you back and, and not stuff. hold you yeah. back. That's what I love. So I'm not married because that's what's happening right now. Yeah. And I went to I was in grad school for four years. I mean, I I took time. Yeah. So who what kind of man would I be if I'm I'm sitting here hurrying something up when I when I was doing my thing and, and focused on myself. I'm not that type of guy. So that's the only reason why I'm not seriously dating. I mean, I can't guarantee no marriage now. I ain't nobody. I ain't, I can't say that about anybody. Yeah. But why I'm, why I'm single yeah. is what I guess you were asking. Yes. You know, for me, um, I mean, I enjoy being single. Like I'm not opposed to to finding the right one and settling down, but you know, like I'm not about to settle. Like I, for me, I'm all about finding something that's gonna happen organically. Um, what does happen organically mean? I've, like, I've asked you this before. You always weasel just, your way out of answering. <laughs> what does that? What does that I'm mean? About, I'm about to do the same right now. No, what does but that not, mean? But but no, nah, it. I mean it. You, you it just fits. It just works. That's what I mean. Like, you know, it's not like you're, you have to, don't get me wrong. Every relationship takes, takes energy and sacrifice and all those things. Right. 
but it's not where you have to force it, right? Um, that's what I mean by organically. Like you complement one another, yeah, um, and stuff like that. So that's the biggest thing, man. It's it's hard to find. Is that is that why though? Is that that's have a, you? That's a that's a huge that's a huge part of it. Uh, or do you just not want it at this time? No, nah, I mean I'm I'm open to it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, my pops is not getting any younger. I'm sure he he would love to see me with a with a with a. He would love to have a a, a grandbaby, but oh yeah, but but nah, man, it's got to be the right one, man. I don't. See, I, didn't, I used my dad as a scapegoat. He had <laughs> me at what? He was thirty two or three. See, my dad was forty two when he had me. Yeah. So, so I, I got three years. Yeah. Actually, my dad was forty five when he had me. So yeah, I got a while. Yeah. Um, no pressure. So that yeah, ain't none, none at all. And and one of the biggest things too, because you know I'm on like a lot of these dating well, apps. You shouldn't you shouldn't do shit just to do shit anyway. Come on. Yeah, but but one thing that I've noticed about a lot of the girls that I've Uh-oh. entertained um, in the recent years is a lot of people are not very. And this is people in general. A lot of people are not authentic. Everybody's speed dating. And when it comes to long-term relationships, you want to know who you're really getting involved with. And a lot of people initially have just that same old elevator speech. Um, and I, I'm a firm believer yeah. is it takes it takes time to peel back those layers and know how people react in every season before I fully commit and say, okay, we're in this for the long haul. Right. Because, you know, at the end of the, like, let's be real, like life is not... Life is not easy, and you want to have somebody with a backbone and somebody that you know who has your back and vice versa so you feel confident on taking on the world together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so, yeah, I mean, we've talked a little bit about this too, you know, um, in the past. That's that's a huge part of why I haven't haven't dated anybody seriously in in the recent years. Yeah. I mean, for the vast majority of my life, it's because I've been focusing on me. I mean, I, I've done that too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, that's just my thing. It's not even, there, there, there's, it just wasn't happening. Up until I was about, I just turned 30 in January. Until I was 28. So I was 27 when I graduated and when I got my MBA. And then I told myself I was going to take a year to just, I had been in school. I had been in school. So my dad, we were working out basketball from when I was about seven all year round. So take that to senior year, 18. I'm in summer camps and working uh, after my senior year, school year, go back home to work, come back, work at a bank up here, worked at MMG all while going to school, going to summer school. Never had spring breaks because I was working for capital. Then I go into full-time after graduation from undergrad. It's all over the country, flying, come back go to law school, 
never had took off, was going through school, come all the way through NBA, fast forward to 2017. <clears throat> so that's basically from 97 to 2017 for 20 years. Nonstop. Nonstop. That is not an exaggeration, people. That is the absolute gospel. So I said, I'm going to give myself a year and I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever I want to. I'm not worried about anything, man. I'm just working. And then I kind of went, fumbled around a little bit, and then ultimately said, yeah, I'd be cool with that. I actually I actually would like uh, to date, not thirsting for a relationship or a marriage, but just like. But just stuff out there, yeah. Yeah. That, that was 28. I'm 30. This has been less than two years. But, but man, you know, with you being busy like that and focusing on you, I feel like that's going to set you up later in life for a more successful relationship because you're laying the foundation now, right? Uh, you got to pay your dues while you're young. And that was a huge part of why uh, my last relationship didn't work because, you know, I was busy grinding all the time and I probably wasn't and, and I wasn't probably putting as much energy into the relationship that I probably should have because I was trying to lay the groundwork for future dividends that I was planning on collecting. Right. Mm -hmm. So and and that's another thing, too, is that I feel like a lot of that is underappreciated. Very. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why it's, it's it's hard, man. It's it's slim pickings when when it comes to finding somebody who respects the grind and, and bring that same intensity into a relationship and and stuff like that. Because it's a lot of it's a it's a lot of sacrifice that goes on for for you know the later years in life. Yeah, it's the ambition for me because I can't guarantee any of that other stuff. I I can I can vet your willingness to succeed. And your willingness to go after what you want and to be self-sufficient and to, you know, I can, those are things that I can control from the perspective of I can observe it. So therefore I can begin to believe it. It's not something that I'm not seeing or observing. A lot of people want relationships based upon things that they will never be able to confirm. Yeah. Nah, you're right. Like that, that you, if you want to be sure about that, you will be, if you want to doubt that you will, you can't base your relationship on those things that so easily psychologically can be manipulated. And so I focus on the things that I can observe and I could be wrong, but it's going to be because I, it was something that was outside the pattern of behavior that I've observed over time. That's the best way I can put it. That's good. <laughs> I probably uh, man, you, I don't, I don't been over here. You ain't offered me no wine, man. Hey, and you just told me like, hey, come over here, man. Hop on this podcast. Like you didn't, yeah. you, didn't you didn't let me loosen up with no, no, that's no, good, no that's drink, all right, nothing. I could, I could have been a little bit more yeah, I mean, you're, transparent you're, with the people. You're welcome. To. <laughs> you're welcome to whatever, man. We just we literally just came over and sat down. I was like, let me let me let me pull up uh I might have to get some of that Don Julio. The Don Julio. Yeah, you put me on that when we went to when we were in Cabo for See? our birthdays. See? I've been I on got, that Don Julio ever since. I got some 
black box wine. He ain't even he ain't even looked at. It. He's looking at the 1942 tequila. <laughs> it's empty. Yeah, but I got some blanco over there. But yeah, we just we just wanted to holler at y'all. This is the friend series. I just wanted to get my cuzzo on. Uh, you know, he's probably told me he was coming over twelve times <laughs> in between the last time that he came over. But that's okay. Uh, I'm happy to see him whenever I, I Facetime it anyway. Yeah, we 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 talk uh, we talk every day, every other day. Yeah, every, you know what I'm saying. So. But now I'm, I'm going to start coming over and kicking it with you a little bit more, yeah. man. And hopefully, hopefully I get featured okay. again in the in the near future. <laughs> and you give me a heads up. <laughs> Whatever. That is, uh, that is the episode, my cuzzo. Um, there's more to come. And I'll see you soon. Tell the people bye, man. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. (laughs) See y'all later.